0: Hello, I'm Don Kilgour. Today, I want to introduce you to the golden days of radio. I'll talk to you about it as a phenomenon that became a part of our everyday lives. Together, we will look at the things like the programming, the favourites like Dad and Dave and Blue Hills, the stars like Bob Dyer and Jack Davy, and the comedians like Mo Mackay, the sports broadcasts and the news services, the commercials. ...and the most important announcements our country ever had. You'll hear about ball broadcasts and the broadcasts from the National Old Time Dance. We'll talk about the advertisements, both read and recorded. We'll look at the way that radio affected people's lives and made them use their imagination. It provided them with the information from around the world and educated the masses about public life. I spent many years as a listener, a radio announcer, a studio manager and a sports broadcaster. I loved radio as a medium, and I hope you'll come with me each week as we spend some time remembering the wonderful world of wireless on the golden days of radio. So where did it all begin? Engineers experimenting with radio sound and signals through the air in the 1920s, and some stations were broadcasting on air, mainly in capital cities. 1930s saw the evolvement of commercial radio stations throughout the nation. They sold messages to their listeners on behalf of commercial businesses, which they called ads. The public was fascinated by the ability to hear music and talk from a box in the corner of the room. Young boys melted into their bedrooms to listen to their crystal set by using a set of earphones. Whilst the medium is referred to as radio, it was commonly called the wireless as it didn't need to be hooked up to wires for people to listen to it. Most people called it the wireless. By the end of the 1930s, 137 stations, 26 of them were national, were licensed to broadcast in Australia. The public could hear singers on the air instead of having to play a gramophone record. As time went on and the Depression ended, people had a little more money and most households owned a wireless. Radio changed society, especially in the rural areas, as people found a new subject on everyone's lips. What I heard on the wireless. During these segments, we'll look at things like radio commercials, serials, children's programs, the quiz shows with Bob Dyer and Jack Davy, the actors, the sports broadcasts, breakfast sessions, stock market reports, weather reports, news, funeral announcements, dramas, Blue Hills, comedies, family favorites like Dad and Dave, Smokey Dawson and Life with Dexter. We'll remember the ladies favorites like When a Girl Marries and Portia Faces Life. The ministers presenting Thought for the Day. We'll look at hospital appeals, the products that were advertised on the wireless and the effect that the wireless had on the community. We'll now look at how radio shaped people's lives and changed their working habits and buying habits. Radio today is a far cry from those early days. As an industry, radio has had to change to keep up with the changes in society. There have been two major changes in radio over the years. Firstly, the change in technology, which provided for radio to become more portable following the institution of the transistor and the introduction of television which caused radio to change its programming forever. During the next couple of months, we'll look at changes on how the industry was able to remain relevant in today's society. I'll be presenting many episodes of what I hope you will enjoy as we take a walk down memory lane. We'll explore the wonderful world of wireless on episode two of the Golden Days of Radio. I'm Don Kilgower.